And we are now live. Live, local, we're, late breaking. We're live on Facebook. We're live. Welcome to Just Winging It. There's no music, but, you know, you get the idea for those following us on Facebook right now. I hope you get the idea. Yeah, thank you. Is that even the theme song? That, that you is said? the theme song, yeah. It doesn't sound anything like that. It started off, I was pretty confident that it was the theme song, but it ended in a weird way. Hey, everybody, welcome to Facebook Live, the live podcasting edition of Just Winging It. This has never been done before. Probably for good reason, but uh, we're going to try this out. We have somebody special in studio today who will stay a secret, but he's our camera. Did he, is he the founder of the web? He is. He's not the founder. Can you imagine of the web? if we got Sir Tim Berners Lee to hold the camera for us for this episode? That'd be such a power move. It would be. Yeah, I'd be like, and now I'm going to pee on your leg, <laughs> and he'd be like, "This is a strange podcast." Podcast. Let's try to do a, a, not a, a, an hour long intro for this one. Yeah, yeah, since, yeah, yeah, yeah. Since we're, we've got our Facebook following watching us. That's true. Millions of people right now. Thank you. Hi. I'm John Abdullah. And I'm Patrick Green. And this is episode 83. We're excited. I'm excited. I've been really looking forward to this. Um, I've, I'm also just back from vacation, so I got to catch you up on that. You do? I haven't seen. So, you know, John yeah. was in keeping with our tradition of thinking that we're going to be actually having business meetings and then just not doing <laughs> that ever. Um, John was on vacation last week. I'm on vacation next week, so we're going to miss that. Oh, too. you are. But uh, you went to Portland. Yeah. Not not that Portland, but a yeah. Portland. Not Portland, uh, yeah. Among other things. And I'm curious, how was it? How did it go? You know, I've got a story to tell you there, um, as you can imagine. So I have to say, first of all, the timing of this trip was just perfect because our last episode was about, it was called The Best Laid Plans, right? And this was all about um, making plans and dealing with the, the sort of gap between your fantasy version of that plan where everybody's happy and it's just this amazing trip and the reality, which is usually miserable, let's face it. Um, and as parents, it's hard, right? So we actually, on the trip, as we were driving up there, um, Bethany and I were talking about, you know, our working on this, what we talked about in that episode. And particularly, it's actually, it's Lent right now for those who are followers of the Jesus Christ. Um, <laughs> if you don't Way know to bring that. Lent. It's oh, good, bringing, the good times roll. Anytime I have to evangelize. He's fasting. Because that's what I'm, you know, I'm known for. Yeah, I'm fasting yeah. right now. So I may pass out. Um, <laughs> so we were, we were actually talking about this and Bethany, which, you know, I have to say I laughed when she first said this because she said for Lent she wanted to give up stress. Um, and I laughed because that that concept that that's something that you can just sort of quit cold turkey. Um, it's I think it's a noble effort to to you know try that's to manage great stress. Absolutely, yeah. but I don't know. I always think of Lent as like you're supposed to go cold turkey on something, which isn't necessarily at all true. Um, and I clearly know nothing about uh, Christianity. But um, she she got into that, and so we were talking about that a little bit. And you know, I remember the episode we just had and, and managing expectations, right? Mm-hmm. And I also um, you know, I continue to do headspace and something that really stuck with me is this practice where um, every moment is is obviously, you know, a new moment. Right. And you're you have control over whether or not you bring the moment that happened before it into that moment. Do you understand? Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm kind of wondering what you were smoking this morning, yeah. but I'm going to I'm going to keep going with it. So you have the ability to bring Stick whatever happened me. previously. Stick with me. Here's okay. how I like to think of it, okay? Yeah. Maybe this is this will make oh, more sense for your, your puny little mind. Thank you. So, Enormous. you know, you know, every morning, right? Every day you go to bed, say you had a tough day. Every every morning is a new day and you sort of wake mm-hmm. up refreshed, right? Yeah. I mean, technically we have the ability to do that with every moment of our lives. You know, like every moment is new. So to take new. stock of what the moment is, to recognize it for what it is, and then be like, do I carry the previous moment into this one? Yeah, or let it go, right? Or and, let it and go. Sleeping kind of just sort of purges everything in a way anyway. I don't know how about your sleep, but I sleep deeply and it just purges everything. I don't right, even remember right. who I am. I, I, I more or less die. There's in, like an hour, <laughs> an hour long process every morning. Right. 
Anyway, I got to get to the point here because it's going to take forever. So we had this conversation and it was nice just going into the trip knowing that, okay? Because yep. we also, you know, we talked about how vacations usually go. Um, and so we got there and, you know, it's always exciting to check into a hotel and then... I love everything smells good. Right? Everybody oh, looks happy. Everybody's happy. Everybody's everything's so excited. so shiny and exactly. shit. Yeah. So that's how it starts, right? Mm, I love it. And then we found a, a great Indian food restaurant. Mm. Um, I say great. I mean... We we waited for a long time before anyone actually came to take our order. Good. So long that Bethany was like, should we just leave now? And she later told me she had a premonition about this place, which will come into play later. Um, <laughs> I don't know what drugs are going on at the Abdullah household lately, but holy shit. Yeah, we're, we clearly found the right ones. Yeah. So so then we, we get back to the hotel. We swim in the pool because that's obviously a big selling point. You guys We've are and you're big, you're a big pool family. Big pool yeah, family. Big, big pool, pool family. family. Yeah. And all the kids. I mean, all the kids. There's only two of them still. All of the um, children. That's the plan to stick with if two. If there's pool and also mulch visible, yeah. you guys are like, sign me that's the fuck all you up. Need. That that's is all my, you need. That is my dream. Yeah, it's yeah. true. So we went to the pool uh-huh. and then, you know, we went to bed and, uh, you know, so this was the start of maybe some cracks in the fantasy vacation, okay? okay? But it was expected, okay? Because for us, the first night, so we always look for a room where the bedroom is separate, right? So that we can still watch movies, do other stuff after we put the kids to bed. Because it sucks putting your kids to bed and then not having any space of your own. Mm-hmm. So we, so that was our plan. So we have the kids, um, Luke's in a crib and Grace is in her bed. And the bedtime routine, you know, it just gradually became more and more difficult because they went from being excited about sleeping in this new space to being scared. Yes. Right? And then I made the mistake of telling Luke that there, when he heard sounds out the door that there were other people out there. And oh he's obsessed about that. He was like, he was scared. He just kept saying, I afraid, I afraid. Oh my God. And so, you know, I, I understand and it's reasonable that they're scared, but it literally took two fucking hours before I could get them totally down. Ugh. It was from eight to oh ten. To ten o'clock at night 10 on vacation. At night on vacation, okay? In Portland, not Oregon, but right. in one of them. Yeah. But whatever, we got them to sleep. We didn't actually by that point we were ready for bed, so we just went to bed, okay? So you went to sleep. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and then the sort of omen for what was to come happened where uh, at three AM, I believe it's around three AM. I, I heard crying, but it wasn't our kids. Oh, my God. You know, hotel walls. Well, it was from a fucking vent or something. You know, hotels, okay. for some reason, they haven't figured out how to block sound from rooms or whatever. Right. In the way that we have in this luxurious um, studio. Which people can see now they live can. and in person. You it's can kind see of a this mess, is our sound deadening. This is our equipment. We actually own the equipment part that we're using, which yeah, is we don't true. have to, but we do it. <laughs> and then there's also this blastingly loud air conditioning. I'm hitting my mic stand. People are going to love it on the recording. Which you can hear, which we have to filter out every single episode. But other than that, <laughs> this is space luxurious. age. Luxurious. I wish the hotel had it. I can hear people outside the walls. Yeah. Go ahead. And so I hear a kid upset crying, but it's not mine. And then it's just going on and it's woken both me and Bethany up around 3 a.m., you know, which sucks, right? Like, I'm a, I can deal with my own kids waking me up. That sucks enough. But other kids waking me up, I don't, you know, we've talked about this before. I don't have tolerance for that. Mm-hmm. So... So it happens, whatever. And then I hear a parent. Bethany thinks it was the mom. I think it was the dad. So I don't know. Maybe they were oh my God. yelling, it's 3 a.m. Go to bed. Or, you know, they were just like super pissed. At they the had a point, you know. They did have a point. Yeah. That kid should have shut up and went to bed. Right. Um, so eventually that settled down and we fell back asleep. And then and then we hear the fucking do the, do the pu- about to puke sound. Yeah. 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 <laughs> It wasn't all the way. It was Luke who... Um, oh, and sometime in between there, Grace came into our bed, too. I can't even remember the sequence of events because it okay. was just this horrible night. This night sounds bad. Oh, it gets worse. So then, I can't wait. So then Luke, you know, who's two and still doesn't have any control over where he pukes, just comes into our bed and just fucking... <laughs> 
pukes, right? Just hurls. <gasps> and Bethany doesn't have anything. So you know how it is. When you don't have anything, you have to just fucking scoop it up. Like, mm-hmm. you just have to put your hands there and, like, get what you can, right? Well, well you Minimize can also the do damage. the bird thing, and you can actually use it as sustenance, right? Like, as we've already That's mentioned. That's fucking disgusting. As you can see by this microphone, Yet again, which we're going to make people puke on this That's episode. true. So let's say you're eating a big bolognese. Yeah. And well, a, as long as we don't talk about plate. man shits, we'll be okay here. Sorry, Heather. Uh, so, anyway... That happens, okay? Uh-huh. And then it's just this... Uh, for, I don't know about you, but whenever I, a kid pukes, the fr- I'm always being the eternal optimist that I am. I'm like, oh, it must have been something he ate. That, that'll be the end of it. Right? As opposed to? As opposed to like a bug, a 24-hour okay. thing where it's concurrent. You know, It was just a one-time thing, right? So I'm always optimistic about these things. Right. I'm proud um, of you. I'm and, proud of you for that. Which is, yeah, probably not smart or uh, setting me up well, it's, for success. It's inspirational. Because then... <laughs> Because then a few minutes later, of course, he he continues to puke. And it's just the rest of the fucking morning God. slash night he's puking, okay? And we're dealing with that, and Grace is in our bed, and it's just, you know. In a way, I guess it's nice that they're not, he's not puking in my bed. Sorry, hotel bed. But, <laughs> you know, you've seen worse, I'm yeah, sure. Yeah, let's be clear. Hotel bed. Yeah. So that happens, and then, you know, quickly, like, our vacation is becoming obviously less of a vacation, more like a containment thing with the puke and dealing with that. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, I don't, I don't know what your process is like for reintroducing food, but mine is like, fuck this thing where you, you know, put give them crackers and small things. Let's just keep trying real food until they stop puking. That's pretty much yeah, my that's, approach. Yeah, that's bad. Yeah. <laughs> to, be, to be clear, audience, don't do that. You should go by the BART diet. You know, crackers, whole grains. It's true. Poison. Ever since Micah became a nurse, uh, or she knows what to almost do. is yeah. a nurse now, yeah. yeah. She's basically a nurse. You, you've clearly gotten the intelligence there. That's true. But I just give them whatever they want, and then I, Pizza, fi- I figure eventually they'll bolognese. stop puking. And so he did eventually stop puking, and then we're, you know, suddenly Good. the sun came out, and we were feeling a little more optimistic. Again, I can't help it. Um, and this whole time, I'm thinking about our conversation in the car and how. Every every moment is a moment where I can sort of you know be let it be a new moment and not take what just happened the puke um, into, into the, the next one right the current one. and that kept happening and then he would puke again and I'm like all right I'm still gonna do this I'm gonna <laughs> every moment and then he puke again and right. then I take it <laughs> and then eventually he stopped puking and we're like all right let's do this let's have a vacation okay and so I think it was that day that we saw Frozen two congrats to Grace she, she got finally, through the movie she got well, through I'm the so movie proud. good job big deal Grace. we're good proud job. of her that's awesome the whole time Luke just kept eating popcorn. That's um, never going to Without his eyes shutting, because whenever there's a screen, he can't even blink. He's just, like, tearing at the yeah. eyes. You know what I mean? <laughs> um, but, you know, he was just munching on the popcorn. We all felt sick after, because uh-huh. movie theater popcorn is disgusting. Um, we get back. We have dinner. We swim again. Um, and then Luke vomits again that night. <laughs> after oh all day being fine, okay? So, I mean, I don't want to drag this out too long. Um, but, you know, Luke started puking, and then... Uh, and then it was actually more disastrous because he had more food because of my awful approach of just giving him whatever just he giving wants. Him it, turns out, food, yeah. it turns out that isn't a great approach. Right. Um, and then our dear Grace, who had been just a rock star on this trip, oh, no. began to puke. Oh, no, it happened! <laughs> and we made pretty much zero attempt at, at isolating you know, Luke from Grace. I mean, we didn't, they don't like share stuff, but I mean, you know, if it's going to happen, it's going to happen. But you're in one room, right? Again, a terrible approach. You're in a, you're you know, in a if single, the coronavirus like, so gets to us, we're fucking we're toast. So there, so you were in one room with two beds in it? Yeah. And a crib? No, well, no, 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 a sorry. V- covered in vomit. We had a bedroom and then there's the separate living room. It didn't fucking matter after all you this. You had a doorway though. Yeah, but it so didn't even matter because- capability. We had the capability, but after all that, I mean, of course the kids just want to be with us, so- 
Right. You know, the yeah, two what are you rooms. gonna do? Be like Luke, sorry, yeah, yeah. you're two, go alone into the other exactly. room. Exactly. We'll pull a blanket across. Right. Have some people with hazmats. Yeah, they're not gonna like that. So at this point, we're really trying to figure out I mean, we've got like a detective scene going on with all the windows covered in these theories and maps and trying to right. figure out, you know, where did this start? How can we get rid of this vomit, right? And how do we make sure we don't get it? Yeah, right. Okay. Um, we brought the CDC in by helicopter. They They're very good about that. Right you now, just call. So I think great. it's 1-800-CDC. Yeah, 1-800-stop right? me from barfing. Yeah, yeah. Um, so they came and helped us figure it out. So I had a theory right from the beginning, right? So first off, I was like, is it the Indian food? Bethany had a premonition, right? So maybe, she did have maybe a dream about true. it. Yeah, a peyote um, fuel. But it was really good. No, None of us got sick from it. So then I was thinking about the pool because I'm like, well, well, they both use the pool. Now, granted, you know, Grace also used it the first night. But we started looking into it, and apparently this is, like, a big thing with hotel pools, and unsurprisingly, having parasites. Oh, my God. And because kids are, of course, Luke, he's like a fucking deer. He just goes up to the water and, like, is lapping it, you know, drinking it. Yeah. And so the, they're drinking it, and therefore they're getting like the parasite. <laughs> yeah, like a deer at water. It's <laughs> just a, a strange image, because <laughs> now in my head he has antlers for some reason. Yeah, you yeah. could Actually, we do. he often does wear antlers He does at wear home. antlers, yeah. so he's, he's actually a deer. Well, like, he tries to ahead. be Max from uh, the Grinch, because, you know, we're a Grinch family, too. So he's a dog Add dressed as a list, deer yeah. drinking from a yeah. pool, so ingesting we, parasites. So, and then I had, you know, this fucking usual suspects moment where it all clicked, uh-huh. um, because I saw in my mind again the fact that the water in the pool was cloudy. Oh, my God. <laughs> Which never never concerned me to begin with because I'm always like, oh, it must just be chemicals or something, you know. Um, Bethany at that point was like, oh, yeah, I was, you know, I didn't go in the pool. I don't know. <laughs> She's like, I saw it was all cloudy. <laughs> I'm like, well, thanks for telling us. Luke's fucking drinking it. Like a deer. A deer. So clearly, so we that was our theory. So we stopped using the pool at that moment. And of course, they started getting better again. For the rest of the vacation, they were fine. So they got over it. They got over it. Good. We figured it out. Thanks, CDC. For helping us do this. 1-800-STOP-ME-BARFING. That's right. And then they were fine for the rest of the trip. Were um, you guys okay? And we actually were okay, too, because we don't drink the water. That's true. Um, Grace, I guess, at some point, you know, maybe Luke made her drink it or something. I don't know. Okay. Peer pressured her He does do it. that. So that's what happened. So I want this to be a public service announcement for all of you listening, watching as well. Um, be, w- be wary of the hotel pools if they look cloudy. Do something. I'm trying to think of something that rhymes so you if, remember If this. they look cloudy, you better go shouty. <laughs> Thank you. I knew you'd come up with something. We actually, we had a whole a whole string of these uh, recently. With pools? Well, no. But, well, so Henry's been having some shit issues. But, but yeah. you finish, finish, your, finish your thing. Well, so so that happened. And then, of course, I did I did warn the hotel. I mean, not warn. I fucking complained to the hotel about it. Um, you warned. Yeah. <laughs> Beware. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, I was like, listen, I... I my kids both got sick and then were fine after they stopped using the pool. The pool's cloudy. You know, you can objectively There's go like to it. There's like a literal bacterial bloom. There's literally a bacterial bloom. It's fucking a scary. A green foam on the top. Yeah. I don't like it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and they, they were fine about it. You know, they didn't offer to do anything in terms of our stay, you know, because it did color the stay there. Um, but, you know, what I really wanted to point out, one is this, the public service announcement, okay? Because mm-hmm. you should really just be aware of hotel pools, which sucks because that's like one of the selling points for us as a pool family. Number two, um, even still, okay, I feel like going back to our conversation last week or last episode, there's the story of the vacation where we did all these fun things. We saw Frozen 2. We ate at a ton of great restaurants. You know, we got to hang out at um, 
uh, what's the brewery right over where the biggest one there? Shipyard. Shipyard Love, um, which was good awesome. Pumpkin. So like we actually managed sponsor. to do a lot of really great things. So there's that story, and then there's yeah. the one where for like half of the vacation at least they were puking, right? Yeah. And that could have easily just ruined the vacation, right? But this is the thing where we have control over how we re- respond to this kind of stuff, okay? And so, you know, I actually did after the last episode feel like focusing on that that idea that each moment is new. And that, you know, this fantasy version where everything was, you know, idealized or ideal and how it mm-hmm. happened, that never happened and it never will. It's bullshit. It's bullshit. It's so bullshit. As soon as you let go of that and, you know, we didn't get to go to like the children's museum that we wanted to or nice children's we were going to maybe Portland. go to the train. Portland is a great children's museum. It is. Sponsored by he Portland. He didn't get to see it, but they're great. And it's a comic No, I did. I did last oh, time. Oh, you did? I did. Yeah, oh, yeah, that's yeah, right. Yeah, yeah. Okay, you did. A right. year ago. Yeah. So my point is that. You know, it's what you make of it, right? Mm-hmm. And they thankfully they got better, and like we just kind of waited it out. We had a lot of fun just staying in the hotel room and you know hanging out there too, uh, minus the puke. Um, right. And you know, thankfully we had people at the hotel who cleaned it up for us. <laughs> it always helps when somebody else is cleaning it. <laughs> yeah. Right. It was actually kind of nice because then you leave and then you're back at your house and there was never puke all over your house. You know what I mean? It's just it's just there trapped in the other Portland. That's right. Just forever. In the pack and play. Yeah. You yeah. probably shouldn't stay at any Portland hotels after this. Though, uh, definitely not just that as one. A precaution. Yeah. Um, well, that was terrifying. That's John. all. Thank so you tell for, me about tell me about Henry's shits. Yeah. Well, let me let me take this uh, take this camera for a second before I do. <laughs> Mostly because I just want an excuse to to do some weird shit. Oh, we got people watching. What is it you're doing? Hey, Paul. What's up, man? A lot of requests. A lot of requests. How's John, the camera work? Does this look good? off his punching skills. Oh, man. Oh, yeah. can, we, can we see it? On, on this episode? Yeah. Can we see it? You want me to do it? All right, Yeah, just do it now. I'm That's pull. our guest. Wait, hang on. Ready? Everybody off, watch. Ready? We have a guest. Ready? ready? And wait. There he goes. So you go. Here's okay, the boxing see. stance, okay? Yeah. Ready? Uh-huh. Jab. Jab. Cross. Cross. Hook. Hook. Uppercut. Upper, wow, the uppercut looked really, that looked dangerous, actually. So just beware. Anybody who sees me on the street, you know, if you get in my way, uh, you might want to just move. You're going to get some teeth punched <laughs> You out. might get some teeth punched. Um, like I mentioned, there is a guest here who you're going to see again for one. That's one second. Uh, see, uh, yeah, now you're You registered that puke. there's a tie. Yep. So, uh, yeah, in terms of uh, in terms of Henry's um, shit. What are you doing with that camera? I don't even know if I'm in the frame right now, but we're going we're gonna, to we're gonna go with this. Um, in terms of Henry's shit adventures, he has been uh, so so. He for some reason lately he's been afraid to take a dump, which in the Green family is very strange. Oh, that it's is been strange. Really you yeah. all embrace dumps, and especially Henry is like the Lord of the Dump. The he's Lord like of fucking, the Dump. He has Does no he still issues. name them? He 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 does sometimes still yeah, name them. Yeah. yeah, it's ceremonial. He gets he always has to get completely naked for some reason, and he like makes a big thing out of it. He gets his books, he gets his materials, he has a great time, he just shits his brains out, yeah. and we laugh about it, he farts <laughs> during it, it's very funny. <laughs> so the, the pooping has always been great with him. And for some reason, over the last week and a half, it, there was like a three-day period where he didn't take any, which for Henry is extremely abnormal. Um, didn't and take any poops. He didn't. He didn't. He didn't leave any any poops. Leave any. He take leave, any. Check push any. Leaving. He didn't. He didn't shoot any shit out. Of shoot his butt. any. Yeah, Sorry, that's Heather. good. I like that. Um, so uh, so we were like, maybe he's constipated, right? Yeah, so yeah. so we start doing some you know dietary changes. We start making sure that he's doing more. Brat this is for a week that he stuff. wouldn't take a dump. No, this is three days. Okay, <laughs> this is three days. Uh, but that that it might as well have been a week for him, right? Yeah, so there's these yeah. three days going by where he's just not pooping. And uh, and he doesn't want to try. He keeps saying he's not ready. We keep having these moments where he, we kind of get him near the toilet, and he's like, "No, I don't want to go." 
and then uh, eventually it was so bad that we were like, well, we're going to stay here. Like, you you have to actually try to poop, you know? Oh, yeah, because that usually works, pooping at gunpoint. Yeah, I, I got out the air rifle. Yeah. And I was like, sit the fuck down, child. <laughs> sit the fuck down. Henry! Um, and he was just, just clearly, like, not doing He was like, yeah, we'd already done the dietary stuff. You know, we didn't want to go right to the whole, like, giving him, you a know, lax- laxatives lax- and stool softeners because yeah. it's not really good to get them acclimated to that. Right. But by this point, it was going into the fourth day, and we're yeah. like, okay, let's at least you know give him some of this. So then, like, he really had to go, but he was still like clearly holding it in. Huh. And what would happen is we go in the toilet. He'd be like, yeah, I'll try. And then he would be like screaming and like doing this, and then and then we'd be like, okay, I don't want you to go through any more of this like you know nightmare. <laughs> so then I would like go and just check, and I'd like wipe, and there'd be poop. So he was clearly just like holding it, right? Oh, so he, he was, was afraid. a little bit was coming inching out. Yeah, and then he wiped, was like, yeah. ah! which again, this is not typical for my. I'm worried about what's gonna shit come. Bazooka I'm worried. son. Henry holding all that in. He's been holding it in. Yeah. Oh my God. When it finally came out, Oof. nuclear. So we're you know we're talking to my parents about it. We're talking to the pediatrician. We're like, okay, well you know we'll we'll uh, we'll keep going with this. We get some blog articles to go through, right? And uh, and in the midst of this, um, I have this idea. I see this. You know, I'm a big Peeps fan. Your right? big Which idea. I think Your big idea, man. My big idea is they're usually you know they're a little weird. So I don't know, I don't know if we talked about Peeps, but the best thing to me about the season of Lent, as John so clearly put it, <laughs> is the fact that peeps start appearing everywhere, and I fucking love peeps. And also, I love how they've you gone would love peeps. just bonkers with marketing. Yeah. Like, if, if you look around, like, they have the most weird, like, products you can get. Bizarre. And one of these and products, the flavors. The disgusting. flavors are, oh my god, birthday cake, yeah. fucking mocha. Oh, they're so good. <laughs> so we're at, so I, I go to CVS to get this, you know, this laxative for yeah. Henry. Yeah. And while I'm there, I notice the peeps are out, you know, and I find this one peep who's, like, three feet tall, stuffed, not food. That is repulsive. With a Mario mustache, like a large, and 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 no other weird. Like there's nothing else that's atypical about this peep, other yeah. than the fact that it's enormous and has a mustache for some reason. Right. And I'm like, I wonder what this thing does. And I squeeze its ear, and it does the entire Cucaracha song no. plus dance, like four minutes of music. And as it does it, it shakes like it's having a seizure, and it turns around, and its mustache is shaking. That's amazing. So I was like, I don't care how much was this like costs. battery operated. Yes, it's. Peep. It might as well have a fucking personal generator attached to it because. This thing is like it is so involved. So of course I bought it, which it was much more expensive than <laughs> of the course laxative. You did. And I'm like, what the fuck am I going to do with this thing? Now? You literally had home. to like go to an ATM in order to get <laughs> out like, money. To I'm on the phone with the thing. bank. I'm like, listen, yeah. I yeah. just need a just small transfer loan. the funds. <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna take it out of my savings. <laughs> so I get this fucking way overdone peep. Okay, and I and I bring it home and it and I'm like, Henry, this is the poop bunny. Oh, and so now, you did it. You've done it. And it, Well, it kind of worked. So now when he's afraid, we take the poop bunny out. He squeezes the poop bunny. And then when the shit finally erupts, we squeeze the bunny's ears. And then we all do the fucking cucaracha dance. <laughs> and it's become so fun. So we're like, do like... And this fucking bunny's like dancing around, and Henry's like wiping his like shit covered ass. And please tell me it ends with all of you taking a bite out of that bunny's head or something. Yeah, we do, and then we eat the bunny ceremonially. It's it's super morbid. Yeah, (laughs) but uh, but I have to say that's that's been working, and he's doing much better. But it has been a harrowing experience. Yeah, sort of. Yeah, we're we're still it's a little touch and go. Did you have to give him the laxative? uh, We did. Yeah. 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 Um, but you know it's it's going better than it has been. Interesting. I feel like we're in a good place. But before we go any further, please keep us updated on that. Oh, oh, you you know I will. It's a shit story. I know you will. Before we go any further, we have a very special guest here. His Ooh. name is Finn. We've been making hold the the video camera. Exhausting. It, the, his it's delta is getting quite a workout Yeah, they this. have been. Um, and uh, so Finn is in studio. If you want to hear the rest of this episode, which who the fuck knows how it's going to go, but the beginning it's has been go disgusting. Great. 
Uh, make sure you tune in live. Not live. You're already live. Thank you for doing that, by the way. Download. Do, uh, subscribe you're right welcome. now. Subscribe. Take this moment to subscribe to Just Winging a Podcast on your favorite podcatcher, Spotify, iTunes, uh, Google. It's not called iTunes anymore. Podcast, wherever the po- fuck Apple it's called. Apple Podcasts. Yeah, just do that. I'm doing it subscribe. right now. I'm subscribing. <laughs> you can actually see his hand working. Yeah. Pocketcast. Um, subscribe. There it is. Pocketcast. Subscribe. Oh, interesting. Pocket and we will cast. see you then. Let us know what you think. And, uh, this is now premium content. Again. Pay for it. Yeah. Bye. We did it. Well, we did. That so was, now we felt, can actually. It felt immersive. Didn't it? it felt immersive. It we'll have to do this more often. You know? um, <laughs> but we'll have to you have come back here just to do that. To yes. come on the There's show. A rig in here. Yes. A selfie stick. Exactly. Yes. So I mean, I, I've been <clears throat> really excited for this for this episode. Um, I think it, it may well win a Pulitzer. Mm. Um, I'm just going to put that out there right now. We have low bar, you know. Pulitzer. What do podcasts win? That's like a big deal. There's the potties. The potties. Mm. That sounds fucking awful. I might have made that up. I think it's a thing though. No, I think mm. you're right. There definitely is something. The pot, yeah, My if phone it is the potties. Is like they should change that. I was going to say if it's not, it should be. This yeah, phone it is be. very hot. It couldn't even take us. Mm. I can't even put it in my pocket right now. It was, um, you was the punching that did it. Yeah, it, that could have actually. <laughs> it just that was that book, man. I'm telling you, you a lefty. Yeah. Uh, no, but that's the thing. You lead with your left when you're but righty. But your your uh, your your uppercut. It was it was with left. You, you're supposed to learn to do it with both Interesting. hands. Interesting. Um, yeah, I think the uppercut. Chose every, well, Mike lefty. Tyson though he does he does the. I keep bringing him up as like the only <laughs> boxer that I know. But he has a very dangerous left uppercut, mm. right? Yeah, exactly. Um, because, Too much breathing. It's very yeah. fast. <laughs> a little bit. Uh, that, was, that was, was vaguely erotic. <laughs> yeah, the breathing always gets me. Yeah, because I'm the only one in this in this studio right now. Which, by the way, this studio is like a closet. And if any of us had coronavirus, yeah. we would just all be getting yeah. it right now. Yeah, through we might the mic. have it. It's coming knows. in through. The- um, but it also, you know, picks up every uh, every breath, every breath you take. So, <laughs> uh, you know, I what I wanted to talk about is something that um, I've been thinking about lately, which is that you know, a- as dads, right, in particular as dads. Um, I feel like we're in a, this stage of life, and we've talked about this even from the very beginning of our show, this unique stage of life where you're still this young person who had just come out of college or, you know, the start of your career or whatever, and you're still sort of forming your, your identity and all that. Um, and then your identity very much sort of gets wrapped up in or maybe drowned out by, if you want to put it that way, <laughs> um, by kids, right? And the amount of time that you invest in, you know, branching out, socializing, doing things that other people who don't have kids do – it just decreases wildly. And in fact, at least for me, I didn't even really want to build my um, social group at all at that point. It was more like, you know, cutting it down. You're like, keep away, yeah. friends who are so interested. <laughs> well, I mean, you know, we talked about this in terms of protecting your time and um, and just not necessarily going out of your way to make new friends, right? Yeah, there's a shift. There's a total yeah. shift. Um, but, then, but then what I'm finding is that there's this interesting shift where, you know, your kid's they get out of their sort of baby stage and they're more toddlers and then, you know, eventually will be more kids like, like uh, Jude, who's actually officially a kid and not just like he a... Re- he really <laughs> is a kid. It's crazy. Yeah, yeah. it's crazy. Um, and suddenly, you know, you appreciate, I think, socializing with other parents and suddenly the idea of new friends is like, it comes often comes out of that place. So anyway, it's just, it's a topic I want to explore more. Um, before I do, I should, because he's been sitting here for an hour listening to us, <laughs> um, should give Finn the opportunity to introduce himself, tell us why he's such a huge fan of this show, 
um, and of Tool, and specifically, oh, you know, right. the You're origin the tool of Tool. Yes. That's right. Yeah, right. Yes. Um, right. Just yes. constantly listening to it. So yes. how did it all Every start? Day. Where did it all come from for you? Fam? Yeah, and, and who are you? More, I mean, like, you know, we, we've met. So I mean, if, if people who are at our live event really? couldn't, couldn't miss Finn coming up to the microphone. Yes. Um, he's been mentioned on the show many times. Yes. But a little yeah. bit of background. What the f- what, what, what are you? <laughs> uh, so I guess we'll talk about how John and I met. Um, I've lived in Massachusetts my entire life. I am, tell me. How's the microphone working? It's Fine. better now. Yeah. Um, I've lived in Massachusetts my entire life. I am the same age as John. As yeah, we have 56. recently, we have recently Within, like, realized. 30 days or something. Yeah. yeah. Really? Yeah. Yes. Yes. But I mean, we're also not too far. We're in a couple months. What month are you? March. March. Mm. Oh, coming up, buddy. It's coming up. I'm turning I'm sorry 18. I didn't know that. I don't know anything. That's okay. You should memorize but yeah, it. We're, it's, yeah. I mean, everyone we're knows. all the same cut right here. Everyone kind, yeah. Yeah, everyone kind of knows at this point, right? I'm just like a normal, regular, boring guy who's into like walking and biking and- uh, Tool. Yeah, tool. Yeah. Yes. And you were the biking aficionado. <laughs> yes. I, I, I specific, yes. You, and, and many of the times you've come up, it's been in the context of your bicycling yes. acumen. Yes, as I try to. Well, are you, would you consider yourself professional? Absolutely not. Okay. No. Would you Calvin, consider yourself my son, semi? my four and a half year old, I think is, yes, he's the he's the real professional. He's a real professional. Yes. He actually yes. is. If you put him in I a quote, field of four-year-old yeah. bicyclists, yeah. He would win. He would at least, stand out. at least bronze. So is so is he is oh, he yeah. is he able to actually ride the bike? Oh yeah. Oh okay. Yes. Oh Patrick. Yeah, yeah. How did you get see. him started pedaling? Because this has been something we've struggled with a little bit. I. It's all credit to to my wife Heather. It's. Uh, have you seen balance bikes? Is she you know the Heather who complains about me talking about shit? Oh yeah. my god, That's my Heather. wife! Oh, I'm sorry, now. Heather. Ah. You've raised a <laughs> wonderful bicyclist. I'm sorry. But do you know what a balance bike is? Yeah, I do. You love biking. It's that. It's right. all credit owed to just it's having him balance, be though. on the it's balance the pedal. bike. It's so, but even with Jude, he struggles. Okay, I'll yeah, give you the second. Right, yeah. Grace also what, has trouble but, with that. But so what I didn't realize until I started this journey was that, and I remember like when you had a kid mm-hmm. and you wanted, to, you wanted to hit the brakes on your bicycle, what do you do? When I, so when, 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 I, was little, child, when I was yes, a child, yes. uh, I usually jumped off screen before <laughs> I, or I put my feet down. <laughs> sure. But you pedal I think like, that's when you do the, the pizza versus french fries, right? It's that's, like, yeah, yeah, skiing that's, that's and biking. Those are the two things. But you pedal, you pedal backwards, right? Like that's the oh oh you mean for the brake mechanism yes, you know, like the how brake. you're supposed yeah. to as a yes. child is yes. that yeah I would never do that but that's what you're supposed but to. yes <laughs> but actually no so that really? is not the ideal way you're supposed to uh br- to learn to ride a bike and I think it's actually there's a federal the federal government mandated that t- bikes for small children have this mechanism um, it's called a coaster brake, I think. But in reality, what happens is kids get terrified of it. It's totally not intuitive. Yeah, right. it is whatsoever. Right. So you're supposed to just let the kid use the handbrakes, like on an adult bike. Uh-huh. And going backwards, like on an adult bike, just does nothing. Right. So I think what happens with a lot of kids, what I've heard, is that they get on a bike, they try to, they, their feet move backwards, and they brake, yep. they go over yep. the handlebars, and they're terrified. Yep. Oh, man. So, yeah. And that has been part of Jude's hangup, has been, because yes. he had experiences yes. with that early yes. Yes, yeah. but because it's a federal law that bikes, the smallest size bike, have that, it's very difficult to find a bike wow. for a kid. There's one company in Texas. They're called Womb, and I did all this Ooh. research. Ooh. I know, W-O-O-M, like Womb and Zoom. It's uh, very clever. Yeah. That's, man, yeah. that's, between yes. that and the Potty, the potty yes. Awards, I'm telling you. The Potty I hooked Awards. Them up, I hooked them up as a sponsor. Don't worry. They're good, good. <laughs> Thanks, Womb. So what they do is- Brought to you by what they do, Winkingly, <laughs> winkingly, right, they yeah. sell you the bike with those brakes and a kit. Uh, you oh, okay. go oh, oh, so it's aftermarket. You know, Woom, yeah. they're a special yeah. company. They're they special, uh, innovative. Yes. yes. They're the wave of the future. They are. So that's the, that's the secret. Don't go boom, ride a womb. 
The two secrets <laughs> are the balance bike and then that particular mechanism, I'd okay. say. Because you start pedaling at the top usually of the stride, especially yep. if you're a kid, right? Yep. They get on the bike, and part yep. of getting on the bike is like the, the pedals shift when yep. you put your feet on. Yep. And if they shift backwards at all, then – the, I mean, Jude was terrified about that for forever. Yeah, yeah. it's really true. And so, it, I mean, it took Calvin like three minutes. That's wow. crazy. It was remarkable. And he was on a womb. Yes, he, he was, was remarkable. He was, was remarkable. It. As yeah. soon as he came out of the womb, he was on a womb. Yeah. It was remarkable. So some people, parents will be like, I need you to teach my kid. And I'm like, I can't. <laughs> I, yeah. did, I did nothing. Right. Yeah. So it was the which is, like a little bit which of Which is fraud. so true of most of what kids yes. learn, right? Absolutely. It is just right. the yes. experiment. And, just and like adults, right? I mean... Right. But we find them, them. The fun is trying to find ways to get credit for it. Like <laughs> what, what I do a lot of the time. Like for I mean, example, can you just take credit for everything anyway? I do. For example, but, but I'm saying beep, as a parent, it's like I made you. Ultimately, so it you was go my, learn, do whatever you want to do. But I fucking made you. My sexual experience led to you being born. Yes. So yeah. that gives me ultimate control. The peep was no, just, just credit. That, I just, just wanted credit. a peep. That's you know, yeah. just credit. And uh, and the peep ended up now. It's now I'm on a podcast talking about how that was successfully how our kids cheating again. Yeah. I hear names of them. He does, yeah. Amazing. Yeah. <laughs> maybe he was maybe he met like a haunted one. Oh, right, man. That's, like, Henry, that's like, very possible. Yeah, Cthulhu, yeah, like, yeah, yeah. It was like an HP Lovecraft, like Cthulhu came out one day and he's like, Oh my god, it's been speaking to him from <laughs> the underneath ancient the, one has yes, come that's out amazing. of my asshole. Yeah, every time he sits in there, it talks to him <gasps> from deep in the sewers somewhere. <laughs> yes. Some ancient language. Yeah, yeah. I think so. The mountains of madness. You should look into it. That's good. Yeah. You should look into that because you could now unlock that, right? You could come up with a voice for a new one that sort of beats Cthulhu or whatever yes. you said that in. Yeah. Uh, yeah. He would love that. He would. So I would say, I mean, while it's true that maybe Finn isn't a bike professional, he is a professional bike advocate. Yes. I so think that's fair to say. Tell us about some non-professional. You should, you should follow him on Twitter. Amateur. No yes. fun Finn. No f- what? <laughs> <laughs> I'm just plugging our guests no here. No fun Finn. No yes. fun oh, that's Finn his nickname. Twitter. That's his epithet. Yes. Follow him on it Twitter is. because yeah. I, I will say oh, wait, that is that actually I've, your Twitter account? That's your actual Twitter. Oh, yeah. No fun Finn. That's what they called me in college. Everyone called me. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Is yeah. that really what that's it is. from? It I really mean, he is. came in here wearing yeah. a tie, so yeah. you know, I know. Yes. is it that surprising? Yes. Yes. Those of you who tune into our fucking live stream would know that. Thanks, all four of you, for doing that. <laughs> they might. They so, got a glimpse so you, of it. So no fun Finn. Yes. Tell yes. us about this. Why I have that nickname? Yeah. Um, I think it's because I was just not particularly interested in, uh, I don't want to say I wasn't interested in fitting in. Okay, but I was the person. I was the person at the party who was like, "That's stupid." Okay. I'm not going <laughs> to do the outside. I was the person who who. So I used to like do the beer pong tournament statistics. Oh my right? god, really? Yes. That's amazing. Right. Yes, and they were tremendous. It was a lot of fun, but that was just it was a niche. And then once people come up with that nickname, uh huh. It just it's, stuck. A, it's a niche. Well, the F works sure. too. It's a niche. Th- this is why you have to be friends with Devin, who who will be on our show again soon. I, who too. I've met. You've you've met him, right? It's so so at the live recording. Having yeah. played yes. about we've, nine thousand rounds of beer pong with him, hmm. uh, I can attest to the fact that he spends most of that on a laptop. He crunches a spreadsheet the about yeah, it. That's I'm like, amazing. Oh my sure, god. Sure. Yeah. It's, and it's not. It's usually for the roster. He gets his, yes. these very intense ideas about like who should play whom mm. and what the advancement mm. schedule is going to look like, and then mm. it becomes an electoral map of North Dakota. Yeah. And I'm like, what the fuck game is this? Yes. But yeah, but you guys you guys would be in suffering together but mm. it's, it's nice mm. yeah. I know where he lives <laughs> yeah, Devin I know where you live if you're listening so you might just <laughs> he knows that random person pop up and show yeah. Yeah. he knows that you never talk know. to you about beer pong he knows that wait so on this uh, Twitter account you talk about biking uh, it's very much so I used to be more, much more general right and this is I think one of the one of the problems with Twitter. I'm a huge Twitter acolyte, but you everyone kind of, everyone just kind of like, it. it's hot takes. It's a lot of hot New York takes. To, uh, New Yorker. It's so many hot takes, right? Yeah. Like I'm watching this on TV. I'm just going to post this random opinion. Yeah. And like everyone's opinion is the same, right? If you look at, one of my favorite things to do is if someone makes a joke or a pun on Twitter, you just search for it. <laughs> 
Oh my god! Every it's time it's been made three hundred yeah. other times. It's crazy, but it's yeah. great. It's great if you pay attention to that at just encouraging you to to listen more, to to say less, and if you're going to bother to put something out in the world, try to make it specialized. In my opinion, like what you guys do with the podcast, mm-hmm. you're not what I. One of the things I love so much about it is you ha- there's no pretense to any sort of expertise or mastery say, really of anything <laughs> you're just a couple of dumb what fucks are you talking to say? about we it's do research for this show it is it's but it's about it's thorough, about it's about research. a couple of dads <laughs> who are friends right and it works brilliantly um and so what my thing is just like transit and transportation and it's hyper local it's, it's great it's that and one town yes that's the thing i'm gonna i'm gonna talk about and if you're one of the couple hundred people who are interested in that you can follow me and twitter is great for finding those types of communities oh yeah, yeah. and i'll always tell that to people like yes. they're out there so, you just have to cut out all the other noise of the other 99 well, percent the of the user base so hard to do who right just people, wants think, to be heard yeah and how it can be manipulated right. into a propaganda right. machine right. um jill lapore just had a new yorker article about this that was i think yes. really interesting about just how it plays out with elections and everything, but anyway, artificial intelligence. Um, not why we're here no. today, right now. Hang on, I have moment. a question about this. All right, go ahead. So, Take us on so a give me an example of like tangent. an issue in terms of transport. Yeah, because now, now I found something that I'm like excited about. Yeah. So doesn't take what, much for like you. An, You're like true. fucking squirrel. <laughs> it could, yeah. could be anything. Yeah. yeah. So what's an example of like an issue that you ha- would take on with local transportation in your city? Yeah, for folks who are familiar with Massachusetts, it's like this really small city. Mm-hmm. It's two miles by two miles. There are commuter rail stops. It's got thirty-two thousand people in it. Four bus lines. So I can like you can walk almost anywhere from right. anywhere from any other point because it's you two can miles. Definitely, at the end of the day. it's so tiny. No you can what take, are you going to do? Yeah, but there's grocery stores, there are restaurants and bars, and right. you can just jump on your bike in three minutes and be anywhere. Right. It's a vibrant, connected community. But the city has done basically nothing to encourage that. Right. It's just it's happenstance. It's a tiny little place, and you can get anywhere. But there's like the concept of a bike lane is. Mm-hmm mind-blowing <laughs> to these people and a lot of people are like what is this it's turning into Somerville it's turning into Cambridge <laughs> yeah 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 get yeah, these yeah. damn yuppies these, really is, it is it's just, get these new people yeah that actually is literally God. yeah but so it's more it's yeah. more like That's the accent too, people right? people then but they'll talk about they'll complain about traffic and they'll complain about you know car noise yeah. and automobile pollution and it's like it's trying to get the mayor and the city officials to connect those dots of like right. maybe just make it Right, a little friendlier here to yeah. to bike around and encourage it, and then it becomes a virtuous cycle. Almost. I have to say, as an, as somebody who does not live there but drives through there, you know, f- a pretty fair amount. Mm. Uh, it you're seems like as a, a truck driver, bad, one of them. as a truck yeah. driver, yeah, you're one one of them. trucking. Yeah. I yeah. just truck the suburbs of uh, Massachusetts. <laughs> I feel like it would be a stressful place to cycle, and I say that because I'm a little terrified driving through that town. There's a lot of a lot of very hilly, small streets with a lot of traffic. Sure. And a lot of kids running on the sidewalk who might <laughs> fall into it. Yes, and I, I find the driving experience is a little stressful. Is it mm. is it hard as a cyclist to navigate that? And how do you not get hit by cars? Well, I'm a thirty something white male, so like right. my my arrogance and my ego right. make, can make me comfortable in almost any situation. <laughs> <laughs> and, but really, but it's, it's even so a that's podcast. The right? That's the whole yeah, thing. Yeah, yeah. It's Just not like it's in. not about me. What they say in like uh, thinking about your transit and thinking about the design of a city is it should work for people who are eight. And for who are 80, mm-hmm. right? And so you'd have to talk to those people. And they'd probably say it's very unfriendly. Well, luckily, that's our demographic yes. for the show. Yeah, so that's eight-year-olds and 80-year-olds. Right. So I'm going to reel this in, yeah, as I often do have to do, yeah. my, my role on this I'm episode. I'm following up with an email on this one. <laughs> I'm very curious now. <laughs> no, but actually, I'm going to try to segue this in a, in a way that makes yeah, sense Yeah, good luck here. with that. Uh, what I actually have appreciated about connecting with Finn is that, um, and I mentioned this on the live recording, that you know, in, in meeting new people and you know, making new friends, 
you are if you're if you have a, like a, an actual honest um friendship right with communication where you know like you and i patrick have had deep sexual uh not sexual but okay fine you went there yeah Yeah. um maybe sexual intellect if that makes sense Um, physical too yeah yeah, i don't i don't even know where we're going with that uh then you can be challenged by the people that you connect with in ways that are i think productive for us as as humans right so in finn's case i had mentioned this during that live recording that you know it got me thinking differently about What's enough, right? In terms of my decisions around being what I think are a fairly environmentally friendly person, mm-hmm. um, and you know, I drive most places, even even in town, and I also in a relatively um, large station wagon <laughs> in a monster truck, in a, in yeah, a monster yeah, yeah, yeah. actual yeah. grave digger, right? Um, and and so in in uh, he's gotten me to think differently about transportation mm-hmm. and uh, and just the sort of you know the way that our societies are designed around cars in ways that are actually you know detrimental literally to the planet so it's an example but more so what i wanted to get at here is that um i'm excited about this topic because you know if we're doing anything on this show it is trying to sort of connect with other dads and maybe talk about some things that dads often uh, maybe don't talk about enough or just the or fact that money. we are talking as dads frankly and like we met so we met different. we met over the summer yeah yeah we didn't i never got we to actually got hear yes, we yeah. haven't gotten there yet but john the summer is summer of you know, 69 yeah, yeah yeah but like i would say john is the first person i've the first dad i've met and become good friends with through my kid yeah, okay. which is an interesting, interesting thing. Yes. He was friends with He's your child first. first. <laughs> and then, okay. That's often yeah. how yes. I approach it. Yeah, he goes yeah. to nursery yeah. schools. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Um, And I think the thing is, you know, for dads, I don't know about, I'm interested in how you guys approach this or how you feel about it, but I feel like I much more often I see moms connecting with each other right from the beginning, right? So there's 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 so many opportunities, right? And I think this is a great thing. Uh, I'm not, I'm not um, speaking badly of it. It's that I just don't see it with dads. So, First, there's like immediately there's breastfeeding groups and there's moms groups that they connect with. And it's an awesome thing, both online and in the physical world, um, which I'm spending less time in these days. Usually I just spend all my time in AI, artificial world. That's your favorite. Um, Yeah. But (laughs) there's all those spaces. And I think there's also just more of an inclination for moms, like if they're chatting about their kids at school or whatever, to connect with each other and share info um, in that moment in ways that I would feel awkward doing as a dad still. Mm. And, and like, I, not as much now, but I just generally don't see dads connecting with each other as much um, or as open with sharing info and all that. I don't know. Maybe Why that's do you just think me. that is? Well, I was thinking about this a bit. And there's a couple things. One is that I know that the dad groups exist, but I've never really been into the idea of going to one. And I don't know how much of that physically is Physically going to it. Yes, physically going to it. Because they do exist in like Boston or, you know, they're bigger communities probably. Um or even online, I've not really felt like I wanted to because for a while it kind of was like I have enough people in my group that I don't necessarily want to make new friends. Mm-hmm. I'm not like actively seeking to do that, right? Um, and I don't know, part of me was wondering or thinking about how much of this is sort of a male trait in that, um, you know, classically or stereotypically, women often are, are more focused on connecting with other people. Right, so they look at this even with studies with young children, boys versus girls, and boys are outdoing each other, competitive, right? Mm-hmm. And then girls often are more collaborative and connecting with each other. And this is again stereotypical and like. But there's a lot of research on that. That, yeah, that there girls is. are like quote unquote emotional thinkers and men and are so, quote unquote systems thinkers. And yeah, that's a big and area also of conflict, men, right? Right, and I don't, yeah. I don't know how much men uh, beyond the like surface funny level stuff talking to each other about that aspect of parenting. I don't know how much men talk in the deep ways that we try to do with this podcast and what I've so enjoyed about it. And similarly with Finn and having another dad to talk to because you have a unique perspective. And mm-hmm. so 
Anyway, I've been talking about a lot of stuff. And uh, what do you think? I mean, is that just me? Like, what's your the experience been connecting experience? with other dads generally? Yeah. Well, let's hear from Finn. <laughs> That's because you don't have any fucking anything to add to <laughs> it. Like, yeah. Wait, so you met this summer? Just this, yes, right just before this the summer. live event. Um, a couple it was months. only a month. Yeah, a couple yeah. months. Maybe yeah, it was the farmers. Wow, market. you had so much history already. So mm. much history. That's amazing. So much yeah. rapport. Yeah, yeah. You met but, at the farmers market. It, yes. You know, there's okay. something there though, too, Patrick. Because yeah. I recall with you, as soon as we met, you know, I remember we met at an orientation here at Oxfam, and immediately. There was the connection there, the romantic mm-hmm. connection, clearly. the sexual, yeah. purely physical, yeah. Where we were immediately like talking about movies and all this stuff. Some, right, you know, right. there's the there's the there are other things that, to connect on. Yeah. first that were kind of a, a and default, my main point right? here is that like before kids, you have more of those opportunities because you're in different social circles mm-hmm. and you're just out there in the world. Whereas you have kids, you're more insular, you know, with your family and all. And then um, now I feel like I, you know, through my kids, am now organically connecting with other dads, and you know, right. many of which we're not actually connecting. In a way that I want to necessarily keep going with. Anyway, to a certain extent, I was looking for it. Yeah. Right. So we had just moved from elsewhere in Massachusetts. Yes. Right? Yes. Right. Yep. Um, and didn't really have any local that many local friends, people we you know acquaintances and neighbors. Um, but I actively was I wanted to begin meeting people that I could spend time with frequently. Right. Like they're just someone's going to be just down the street. Someone's going to be on the other side of town. And um, and how old are your kids again? Four and a half and nine months. Oh, wow. Oh, wow. Okay. Yes. Yes. Okay. Um, and so it was I think about you had a quote recently on the on the on the show. I have many. Patrick. Yeah. Confucian. Someone yeah. was yeah. I don't remember, I don't remember the anecdote. Someone was taking your picture on the street. Maybe that happens often. Yeah. <laughs> it's a classic. And it was, yeah. They said something like, well, you know, you said, why are you taking it? I think this was the anecdote. I, I like your flow. I like oh, your yeah. Oh, that was in Africa. That was in Ghana. Yeah. Okay, yeah, sure, yeah, sure, sure. yeah. No, it was it was uh, it was. I feel your movement. Yes. Yes. And I, I've been trying to say that it doesn't work when like a white Bostonian kid. No, I really didn't. You know. That's and yeah. so <laughs> what I perceive, and so are we, you know, our kids started talking and hi, I'm Finn. Oh, hi, I'm John. Yeah. Our kids go to the same school. And specifically the way it happened, it was so funny because his son, uh, Calvin connected, he came over and was wheel, doing a wheelie yeah. at the time. And Grace was just starting at, at the school and she really, you know, was still very shy and whatever, but she like immediately lit up and was playing with Calvin and then we were getting some dessert, and Calvin came with us and wanted some, and we're like, "Well, you got to ask your dad," and, you know. And then he goes ah, over and gets his dad. There it is. Yeah, it all started over a cookie, you know. Yes, <laughs> as so many things do. <laughs> yes, but we had so we saw them for like two, three, four straight weeks at the farmers at market. At the farmers market, and they would just pull up their blanket and sit down, mulch around it, and start spilling bit. oil yes. into yeah. the grass yes. just to get the yes. groundwater. But yeah. they would just like <laughs> they would just sit there. And talk and hang out and enjoy the farmer's market. They always had a musician playing and kids are running around and it's nice. Festival. And they were not chasing their kids around. or mm. So what I perceived was sort of, I don't want to say... Uh, your lack of movement. <laughs> <laughs> you guys were fucking lazy. Couch. We but, just left the kids there. Came but, back an hour later. And Calvin's doing wheelies in the background. Yeah. You were you, you you. There seemed to be a lack of. Energy. Hurry. Yeah. <laughs> a lack Lazy of fuck. anxiety, like, a lack of stress. And it's funny hearing you talk about recently about, you know, what's the next thing? What's the next thing? Because I perceive the exact opposite about you and Bethany is you're just there enjoying the moment. Well, we're wow. trying. Wow. Interesting. Yeah. And yeah. that's exactly the type of person I am interested in becoming right. friends with is someone who spending time with them and talking to them 
is like kind of the point. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Um, and that's so I I talked to my wife to Heather a little bit about this, and I re- I remember saying like. Can we? Are you okay? Like, if we're friends, like wow. with Bethany and John, and I was that like, I formal, think I have a conversation. Formal, we had, yeah, because yeah, yeah, yeah. I hadn't, you know, maybe Heather. Was, I really don't like Bethany. She gives me a terrible vibe. I don't right. want to hang out with these. They're so lazy. Yeah, I don't like For Bethany, sure. and I don't like adult For shit sure. conversations. For Those sure. are the two things. They always smell so bad. Yeah. I mean, it's just really. gross. Yeah, but you're gonna let. You're potentially letting people into your life in a relatively yeah. intimate way. Uh, yeah, sure. Yeah, is yeah. it okay? No, we good. probably had a conversation, Bethany and I, as well. Mostly, she was just concerned that. I was, she specifically said that I was thirsty. <laughs> she, she had constantly had this like insecurity like you should stop texting him you know oh it's too God. much well yeah, so yeah. what I did was I basically asked Heather permission to um, to give to like exchange numbers with John before I did it yeah that is so formal yeah. yes. I know I love that yes and so I, yeah, I said so, wait, so, so why, why what was the what was the worry with that like what would have what would have happened had Heather who doesn't like shits found out that you had given your number without like I think that exposed the family yeah. honestly well honestly what it was is um, the experience of having a young child yeah we had I don't know Alice was maybe a month old two months old at the at that point right and I wanted to respect maybe Heather's wishes where she's like, I don't want to hang out with people right now. Right. Oh, like, yeah. I don't want I don't want to have people over the house. I don't want to go anywhere. Um, we'll talk about it in the fall. Yeah. Just ke- kind of keep people at mm. arm's length. I, I didn't I wanted to give her the opportunity to to say people can't be in the house. I can't deal with this. I, you know, I mm-hmm. just want to focus on like going to the farmer's market and then going home yeah. and the, my weekends are mine. Well, and right? with a baby, that yeah. is something I can definitely relate to as well. You know, I think mm-hmm. that again, going back to the earlier thing, it's like during those first, that those that baby stage, you are just like, you want to kind of just stay you're like You're and, like in, in John Carpenter's Immortal, the thing from 1982 where they're all living in an outpost in Antarctica <laughs> and they have long beards. That's what having a young baby yeah. is like. Yeah. Well, also so, being attacked by a monster. For the moms, it's like, it's so, it's so different and so, yeah hard for them i cannot hope to understand it all what i what i mainly learned with calvin is like just ask mm-hmm. just assume you should ask yeah right and yeah. you're never gonna go wrong yeah. just asking your wife if that's okay <laughs> <laughs> just getting basic permission yes. For yes. 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 yes 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 so but so she luckily was like yeah i think they seem great <laughs> yeah and then i you know the pretense of like, oh, we'll have you over for brunch or something like that. I, you know, we exchange numbers with John. See, by the, so by so well, there's two separate things there. By the point where we're having people over for brunch, that is a conversation, right? Yes. yes. To to me, like the act brunch is, is like, a big deal. Well, other why else am I going to exchange? Hey, let me get your number so we can text about. <laughs> Well, yeah, I don't know. I don't know. I, you like, you to might have want to text no. about stuff late at night, you but know, it could under the be, covers. It could be like, hey, we'll have brunch sometime. Yeah. And right. in your head, you're planning on it being six months from now. Right. Or, or never. Right. Yeah, yeah. So, right. so it, it could have been that. Hey, for do us. you have a history of messing that up? <laughs> um, No, but no. I do have a history. And one of the things I wanted to ask you guys about was like, what's the ideal number of friends mm. for you to have? <sighs> Because that's a, it's a hard thing. Yeah, Patrick, I it's, have, it's a high number it's for a Patrick. Patrick. <laughs> yeah. Definitely. But for, for me, honestly, it's 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 not that many, and it's sort of like a normal curve, right? Where you have a few close friends and then a lot of like acquaintances, right? But um, I don't I don't have time in my life for twenty people I would consider to be really close friends, right? And I would imagine most people don't. So yeah. I don't have a history of screwing it up, but I do right. know that um, you want to be thoughtful about it, I guess. Yeah. Because yeah. I, I might not, like, I might have 
you know, exchange numbers with John, and it turns out I really don't like the guy. Right. And then you have and to. And then like, it's awkward. Yes. Totally, because yes. you get to know someone more. And, and then John's like, like, "Why is it going right to voicemail? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then Bethany's like, "Stop texting yeah, she's him." She's like, "I told yeah. you, I yeah. told you, thirsty. I told you." Thirsty, too thirsty, too, too thirsty. fast. Yeah. It's too fast. But it is, you know, you joked about sort of like the intimate, like intimacy of the friendship. But I do think about that, and in the same way that you might, you know, someone who has a dog. <laughs> might meet someone through their dog, like yeah, they come over and they park. pet your dog. Yeah. There are obvious corollaries to your kids. Yes. They'll shit on the ground. Right. And like they, That's true. yes, they do. That's a yes. big one, the shit. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Always. But they just, they're running around in circles and yep. falling all over each other Looking, and they're, they want treats. Lapping water. They want the treats. Yeah, and right. exactly, there's a little water truck that pulls yeah. up at the farmer's market <laughs> for, and they're over there lo- licking yeah. out of it. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Yes. But it's like, oh, you have a kid. Oh, me too. And they're talking. And that's how you. Meet someone. It's right. it's this. I, to me, it's the same thing. It's an excuse. They they can be an excuse to start talking to people. Um, and like I said, for me, John was the first person who I was like, I think I actually like this person mm-hmm. and want to be his friend. And it was through our kids. I yeah. love how intentional that is. I think that's great. Yeah. You know, but um, in a way, I oh, you go you go first. No, 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 no. Go ahead. Well, I was gonna say, I feel like that's exactly what we're saying as a as a parent. I think there's more intention behind it because you know that um, you don't have as much time. To connect with other people as you used to or mm-hmm. you know you can't just waste it right and the other thing we've talked about in the show to that question of how many friends you know is your ideal um we've talked about social media and how you know we're connected with way more people than we ever have been but the depth of the connections often suffers where it is this thing you you know i feel connected with so many people but how many do i really want to spend time with like mm-hmm. real time with or have real conversations with and there are some people and again, you know, this is why we started a show to begin with, because I, I distinctly remember the lunch conversations we'd have, Patrick, where it would just it could go on forever. Like yeah. it, there was no ending because it was just always so interesting to chat as, you know, as two thirsty, similar, yeah. thirsty people right. in this world. Well, it was funny because um, you uh, it was maybe two more conversations. And John was like, hey. I have this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'm always like so reluctant when, to drop that. Do you yeah. wait? And you I was might like, have heard of me, right? And I was like, oh no. <laughs> <laughs> the stereotypes. What is this be? I was like, yeah, this is going to be you know his hot takes on I don't know. I read the news and let's talk about what's going on in North Korea. <laughs> right. That's You're what tied you first. I love that. That's the first. Absolutely. Yeah, double Absolutely. time. Now we got to listen to this fucking thing. And what, what, so, what if it had turned out that he'd been like basically Rush Limbaugh? Can you imagine? Like, not, I don't mean yeah. politically, but I just mean like a bloviating asshole. But I'm not, not passing an opinion, but like, but just like a worthless well, human who sits an in a basement. <laughs> you know, I'm not not a judgment. You know, I would like, have what, tried, what would you know if he'd been actual I, Rush Limbaugh? I would in a have costume? tried to challenge him on this a lot and see if there was any wiggle room there. Like no wow, one has ever give me that. Much no one's ever talked courtesy. to John before, right? Like right. about this, right. As right. an adult, and if it didn't work, then I just would have like, yeah. Screened his calls, but the, yeah. So that's the thing is, what what do you do at that point? So this this episode has morphed into like, how do you make new friends and how are you careful about it? Which yeah. which I, I actually find not, really how do you not get killed or by them? How do you not end up getting stalkers? Yeah, uh, th- this is something that I feel like I have a personally very evolving relationship with because, and as we mentioned on the show, it, like the amount of time available is so little now. Yeah, and the close friendships I have that have weathered all of the vicissitudes of life and growing up and having kids and moving all over the country and things, like those are friendships that I need to to protect because they're obviously important ones, right? Yeah. Um, and I feel like I am more at once aware of that than ever, and also less afraid of it mm. than ever. And I don't know what that's all about. There's something about, um, you know, what it might be. It might be that I'm I'm realizing that. Uh, Oh my god! I want to drop a Talking Heads quote. 
into this moment, but it actually doesn't fit. But I'm going to say it because it's going to sound good. <laughs> You're going to do it anyway. You know what I'm realizing? Go ahead. What are you I'm realizing, realizing that Patrick Green? There was water at the bottom of the ocean, John. <laughs> Which doesn't actually relate to this quote. But the idea <laughs> is that I'm real. It is a great quote. Mind blown. What I'm realizing is that uh, it is that life is a series of fluid interactions. Some of them stay longer than others. But at the end of the day, you come into the world, you know, alone. And, yeah. and, and then you kind of dictate through your life the connections that you have and then you leave it again. And I feel like, to me, the only connections that I need in my life are my family. Yeah. Those are connections that I will do anything to protect and to keep. And other than that, you have to have this idea of like giving freedom to people to come and to go from your life as is dictated by the situation that you're in and where you are. And that like the relationships that are important to keep, that they will maintain a resonance for you and that you will come back to them. In terms of like really close friends, like this is something I was talking to John and Bethany about this the other when we were over your house a couple weeks ago. Like we had this realization like four months ago. We're like, holy shit, we don't hang out with people anymore. And it was it was a terrifying moment because we always hung out with so many people. And then we're like, whoa, we don't see anybody, you know, other yeah. than our family. We haven't been out of our house in two years. And I'm like, what what season is that? I called Joe Kettner. He's like, I got no idea. <laughs> Swimming in the pool. It's like, man, summer's being great to me. Uh, but it, 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 it hit me. And that was because of the two kids. We are all two kid households in this conversation right now. Yeah. Um, you know, Dave Cincy and, you know, my cousin, like, you know, they have thousands of children. They're thousands. in a separate bracket. But yeah. but for people with two kids who are growing in a different age groups and doing a lot of stuff, that is a big commitment. And especially if you're going to have like a healthy marriage in the midst of all this stuff, like that is another really big commitment to make time for your partner. And I feel like somewhere along the way of making sure that those were taken care of, we kind of stopped like looking for, for friends yes, and, and stop yes, trying to yes. actively cultivate the friends that we have. Yes. Um, and so like a corrective measure to that has been for one thing, being aware that we're not hanging out with people anymore and being like, Oh my God, that's, we should probably like, you know, get in touch with people. Yeah. But also um, realizing that maybe some of that is good. And maybe some of the time we were trying too hard to make new friends and to try to you know maintain connections with people who may, maybe it wasn't as reciprocal as we necessarily thought mm. it was. And getting that distance for a bit is showing us like, I like okay. that. maybe it's okay for people to kind of move away and to not and to not be hung up on it. In the past, it was always this guilt, this feeling of for like, sure. oh, I fucked this up. I didn't return that call or like, oh, I should have reached out more. And then and now I'm like, you know what? Actually, it probably was kind of supposed to end up like that. Because we're all living complicated lives, and although we interact in those lives, yeah. it's not like we are signing some sort of a social contract with each other. But in terms of meeting new friends, like you're saying, you know, in, like in the context of parenting, um, like I, I would say that I am much less like aggressive about that than I've ever been in my life. Um, and in terms of like exchanging numbers and things like that, yeah, it, I, I don't do that very much anymore. You, you I'm not, email like, other parents, though, mm-hmm. aren't you? The person in your family that you've said you <laughs> you email to make play dates. I yes, just love I do, that email. I do, email, is, I do is send way to formal do emails yeah. to get play dates arranged. Um, you just send meeting invites. I do send That's meeting invites. It, yeah, but so here's an example. In the past, when <laughs> we would bright. do that, when when we would have like a play date, you uh-huh. know, I would. Like, I mean, this is this is how fucking neurotic I am. I would go on like LinkedIn. I would look up the parents. I would look up their Google history. Yeah, I'd see like who they are, and I would research the field that they were in a little bit, get some kind of like a high level overview of it, and then partly because it's interesting, but mostly just that way when I showed up, we could like have oh, an intelligent conversation. I thought you were saying all this because you wanted to make sure they weren't like a criminal. <laughs> no, they could, I don't care what the fuck they are. They could be <laughs> actual so that murderers. You have, wow, that's really just, thoughtful just so that, of you. Well, because it's it's interesting to know what people do, and then also when you show up, you're able yeah. to like ask questions that are you know cool about See, it. See, right? I'd rather go in totally blind and have it be the, be the like, process of no. It's the engaging with them is where you sort of uncover that, and it's more of this like dynamic, right? You know, thing rather than doing fucking detective work. I'm just constantly afraid of being found out that I don't know anything. So. 
I always try to maintain it with very quick Wikipedia searches. Yeah, yeah, that's hilarious. Um, so is that but, the origin of all of our? So are you not really into any of the things that I've talked to you about? You just you've no, I just live in a box before. under the bridge, and then every time we're about to have an episode, I'm like, whoa, what are we talking about? And then I figure it out. I right. steal somebody's phone. I and do as all soon the as research. I pry a level deeper. You just there's nothing there. There's literally I don't even know that I don't know, so yeah. I just start saying just small, like phonemes over and over again. <laughs> it's like mm, 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 mm. no, but that's I, why I feel we're like, always on tangents. You're just changing the subject. That's true because I don't oh, know. Man, anything. it's all clicking. But in the past, I would do more kind of research so that way when I showed up, I can make a better impression for yeah, one thing because yeah, that's yeah. important, you know, or it was more important to me back then. <laughs> but also just to sort of be socially adept and to, and to feel like because that's a, that's what you get when you network a lot and you're taught, you know, in, in the music field, like networking is a huge thing. Yeah, so you know, field. So like, would you? Because you're Googleable, right? I am. You do things. Yeah. He's very Googleable. I've very Googleable. Highly Googleable. Would would you be receptive? To, would you be fooled by that? Oh, by somebody showing. Yes. If, oh, if somebody <laughs> yes. was like, oh, I I know you. Like, oh, I'm a huge fan of your work. No, no, no. If someone said like, oh, my favorite composer is, and then yeah, they're like, that's what I was thinking. <laughs> like, mispronounce the <laughs> right, name, right, and right, right. Would you be like Kosky? Yeah. yeah. Have you yes. seen the latest Formula One race? And <laughs> <Right>. blah, blah. <laughs> exactly. Um, my favorite baseball team yeah, is the Nine Mets. <laughs> <laughs> Active from 1987 <laughs> to 1991. No, I, I would be uh, I, I would be so flattered that they'd even tried that that I wouldn't call them out on it hmm. to tell you the truth hmm. I would be I would be I would I would be like you know is that how you want to come playing? off though no I, I would never want anybody to know but I also I, I should be clear <laughs> they this probably do some this of them isn't probably like did. obsessive this is like for one thing I, I, I know a lot of random <laughs> shit which is a good start envelope of this. you know I don't have a dossier prepared <laughs> But it's more like I'll look somebody just to kind of see what they're into, so that I can at least be thinking about that you yeah, know, before yeah. before we show up. Um, and uh, and and I feel like, but I also ask a lot of questions, so I don't think that I would necessarily put myself in a place where I would be saying things that looked ridiculous. But if I do, right into the show, yeah. Also tell a friend about I'm it. I'm just imagining a situation where they like come over to your house. You know, you're at the dining room table talking. And they just see like a folder, and it's like a, they see a little bit of themselves, a photo of yeah. themselves sticking out of the folder. Don't look at that. <laughs> I'll do one. I'll do one aside about the show. Yeah. The only like uh, three minutes of the of the show that I've that I've not enjoyed thus far have been. I think Shitty. it was la- no, it was last week or two weeks ago. You you actually read something. There's like a passage <laughs> on what Buddhism was, maybe. <laughs> Oh yeah, right. right. And yeah. You like read yeah. this, and I was like, "Oh my god, what is he? <laughs> what are you They're trying doing? to teach Do me not, something?" Yes, about Buddhism. I was yeah, like, that was that was that was our attempt at using our biweekly format to get research done. So, but see, I dis. I what's so great about this show is the rapport between yeah. the two of you guys is like tremendous. And if you you know if you if you took this show a slightly different way and you just literally had lunch. Once every other week, and you put we a tape, it. and you put a tape recorder we down. We literally you did just that. put a tape recorder down, and you let it, and you let it record yeah. for an hour, yeah. and then you hit stop, and you you know you put that in a library somewhere. Then it becomes like <laughs> I mean, people have written books using that method, right? Yeah, you can yeah. go, you can go to a library and find archival material of authors and painters, and it's just it's conversations. This is like a home movie of a friendship. Over time, right. and the fact that that's what it is and all it is to me—that's what makes it interesting—is and John kind of explained what the point of the podcast in that way to me because at first I didn't get it. <laughs> Nobody does, <laughs> <laughs> but he's—we're he's, still finding it. It was sort of like it's dads modeling conversations with each other that they that like the dads they want to be they go and they commit to that and they 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 put it out there for the world to see and I'm like. Oh, that's actually, it's sort of, it's like half ethnographic. 
yeah, there's an anthropological aspect mm-hmm. to yeah. it. Yeah, and like yeah. it's it's it works so well. It's great. And I, I mentioned earlier that you brought up the podcast. I mean, when we met, and I expected it to be to be Rubbish. bad, but it, <laughs> you you try to make it be very little. It's very and it's genuine and it's organic and it feels like. You're just recording your your catch up conversations, which is and, it, and that's what makes it great. I mean, that is yeah. that is what it that's is. That's yeah. literally yeah. what yes. it is. Except for so the blog know, article about Buddhism. <laughs> we know if we ever go back to the original concept of what was called the tangent, right? Which there are episodes of this. Mm. There uh, are two episodes of where it we on were eating Podbean. lunch. We yeah. know that we will at least have one listener if we, we if we did that again. What so. I'm picturing is what if we tried that? Like, let's just like set up a mic and just eat lunch, and then that's literally all that happened was was just recordings of us eating. Yeah, and then we just stopped it. Yeah. <laughs> Been like, what do you think of that, Finn? Right. Is that what you want? <laughs> yeah, just send it to you. But and you guys, munching. yeah, and there's a there's a yeah, and there's a there's a give and take with the two of you, um, that you you build off one another, mm. where you don't you're not sitting here trying to change each other's minds necessarily about anything. Um, I'm but, trying to inspire Patrick yes, every day. But Constant. there's like there's an appropriate <laughs> level of respectful disagreement. Yeah. I think that goes on. Yeah. Um, and we've talked about this a little bit too. John is. You know, I very much don't want to be friends with people who are just going to like reflect me back at yeah. me mm. and who are just like me. Um, I try to understand about John, like what makes him different from mm. me. And to be fair, it's very little. Like <laughs> if you look at a bit realistically, like a lot of people, yeah. especially in America, you're friends with people who are kind of your same age and uh, your same ethnicity and your same race and your right. same sociopolitical background and your same political leanings, right. all these things. Which is a problem. Yes, it is. It is. So what I try to do is like, all right, where where is John different from, from me? Um, and you're someone who's gone through experiences negative experiences, positive experiences that I haven't gone through. Mm-hmm. And so for example, like I don't like I I don't like doing anything, right? Like for me, <laughs> I like no I'd rather fin. exactly no like, fun fit. No I'm not fun an ex, I'm not an experience guy. I don't crave that. <laughs> but sometimes like they're they're always trying to get um, Heather and I to do an escape room. Oh my god, I <laughs> the love Bodeborg escape thing rooms. that I talked yeah. about. Yeah, Bodeborg. Yeah. And sponsored I'm, by Bodeborg. And my first reaction to that is like that's so stupid. Yeah. I don't like. I'm not going to do that. Did you do it? This is why well, it's difficult so then, making plans. But the yeah. thing, so with John, I know, like, I know, I kind of, I should, right? Yeah. I should, yeah, um, because I should just listen to him and and try. <laughs> That's what I've been trying to yes, tell you. Yes, but and like, my, and Bethany, yeah, and many people, right? <laughs> just listen to me. You, the five, like that five percent of you that is different from the other person. Right. To me, that's where the growth. Yeah. comes from and the development comes from um so i always like that's how i kind of approach our our friendship and i just you struck me as a sort of person who um who would also be into that i love yeah. that that's good and i think that that's actually a lesson for today about making friendships as an adult story. dad uh, i think one of them is look for the the areas where you're different yeah. and double down on that and that's something that a lot of the best most memorable friendship experiences that i've had as as a as a as a grown man uh, with children have have been from doing that from being like so like so what what is this event that you guys go to like what is this trade show all about and then mm-hmm. like going for it you know yeah and uh, and because f- at the end of the day there are things in it that will be appealing even if it's something that you would never find yourself doing in a million years there's a reason somebody who you respect enjoys this yes so by that like simple bit of empathy and just trying it out and you know it might not always be for you but sometimes maybe it will be and well, I think that's a great idea. Yeah. And I mean, all that said, I think there is something to this idea of, you know, if you are just literally hanging out and there's no plan, is that someone that you want to hang out with? Right. You know what I mean? There's something 
um, really great about being able to spend time with people who you don't even need to really make much of a plan because mm-hmm. you know you're just going to do something that's fun or not fun as fun as <laughs> no or or not <laughs> um, because. Uh, you know, it's these conversations, again, why we do this show and, and, and kind of what I'm talking about with the friendships that, you know, we're talking about here. It's that, you know, be able to talk to other people and relate at some level that is more than just surface level mm-hmm. um, and and learn and challenge each other in the ways that you are different. Because, you know, I definitely see in in both of you also differences um, from who I am. And, and that pushes me to sort of think differently. Right. I mean. Not differently enough, probably. <laughs> we, we don't. I mean, I have other friends who are more diverse, probably. But right. <laughs> um, yeah. So. <laughs> anyway, I don't know where I'm fucking going. I also I should also add that my research assistant um, for the show, Bethany, um, sent me an article about friendship and the fact that there are health benefits to it. Really? Because so she often, you know, helps me out in having good things to say on the show. Because otherwise, I have nothing. Um, so. So what, what did it say? So apparently. Um, there's all sorts of health effects for friendships that like you, you know, live longer, your better health, a uh, heart health. Um, you get sick less your immune system. Yeah. So there's all this stuff about friendship and it, it could be any, it can be a marriage friendship. It can be, you know, friendship, like what we're talking about or whatever. A but, human connection. Yeah. Real which, connection. Yeah. Right. Which also goes back to the point that we almost literally went, uh, had fisticuffs over about, uh, you know, your legacy is how many lives you've touched. Oh, my God. Yeah. That's right. I'm bringing that back. <laughs> yeah, thanks, Oprah. Um, because it, I, I, you know, I think it's pretty universal that we all yeah. kind of need, you know, some people in our lives to sort of connect with. Yeah, and, I do agree with you. Um, yeah. I just don't want to be prescriptive <laughs> for other people who might not. Yeah, yeah. But, but yes, they do. I, but no, you I, do. If but, you're listening yeah, and yeah. you don't think you do, you do. You do. I'm or just, just tell a friend about the right podcast. Now. We'll forgive you. Yeah. No, honestly, you're absolutely right that, that it's about and, – and, and that is why I think – in some ways, there's a give and a take where if you don't as aggressively seek out new friendships, you're probably ideally also strengthening the friendships that you have and strengthening relationship with your family. And that it's about, you know, making deeper connections with people yeah. and that it's OK to like allow it to sort of happen in its own rhythm. And shed the ones who are, maybe should be shed, as you put it, the disposable people. The disposables. <laughs> yeah, right. Exactly. Put them <laughs> in a garbage can. And if your wives get along at the same time, it's just it's great. It's that a bonus. really helps. It's a bonus. It does. That is awesome. Yes. And usually that is the case because if, if you like somebody enough to like exchange numbers with them, then like they're probably the sort of person who would. And let's you not know, forget the mate. kids too, right? Because right. my other fear was that the kids won't like each other, and then it's like, fuck, how are we right. going to hang out with them if right. our kids don't? You know, so that's a core part of it. Um, on the flip side, you want to make sure that your kids aren't picking friends who have awful parents. So you know, that's true too. Uh, it it all control out. over that. But also, <laughs> if the kids have to learn to get along, that's also not necessarily a bad thing, right? You don't want that's a bunch a of kids, point. you that's know, who are all point. identical to each other, hanging yeah. out and building fires. But when I hang out with other parents, I want my kids. I want to forget about my kids. I want them to just go, right? Which never happens, but that's yeah, for another yeah, time. Yeah, another time. All right, well, that was fun. We'll have to have you back to hold the camera sometime. Yeah, yeah. best boy. No fan, no fun fin. <laughs> Appreciate the opportunity. Love what you guys are doing. Keep it up. Thanks, man. Thanks for listening. Bye. Bye. Bye.